Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Welcome to the Themes Not Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Scene Snobs Podcast Live. I am your host, Mick Manhattan, the Scene Snob. Sorry, a little bit of a delay. I was putting the kids to bed, and with everything going on, it just felt like that was an important thing to do. It's always an important thing to do, but um, I just thought I was willing to take the extra time to read the extra stories and give the extra hugs and kisses. But thank you for joining me. Again, I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, this is my election special two-night event. I'll be on tonight and tomorrow. Um, not sure. This is kind of an impromptu thing. Uh, I just wanted to jump on. There's a lot of tension going on in the world. Uh, a lot of friends. I'm reading a lot on Facebook. I'm seeing from all sides um, people just kind of being down and tense and stressed and everything else. And, uh, you know, I am not callous enough to think that I can fix that in any way, shape, or form. But if I can entertain for a little while, I will do my best to do that. Um, just going to kind of go over stuff. But please, anybody who's watching, just feel free to jump in on the comments. I'm also inviting anybody who wants to jump on and talk and uh, has any topics they want to discuss. Um, please comment them or uh, message me, and I'm happy to send you a link, and you can join me on the show. Uh, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. It's Monday night. Uh, there's a lot. There's a feeling in the air. I think everywhere um, here in uh, America that you know, with election tomorrow, the elections tomorrow, people are very torn. It's very divisive. Very hard time for everybody. Um, 2020, of course, and I don't have to tell any of you, has been a extremely tough year for um, many. Um, it, you know for most of us, really, um, in a lot of ways, and people are dealing with it. So I wanted to jump on. I wanted to open the discussion up, bring uh, guests on, whoever wants to come on. Like I said, I'll send the link, or if you have topic ideas you want to talk about and you don't want to come on, please feel free to comment them. Happy to answer any questions, or we can talk about things. So sort of where we're at, an open discussion thing. I want, I want people not to feel tense. It doesn't have to be about politics. It doesn't have to be about the election. I just call it the election night special to kind of help people kind of get through. Um, but if you have anything, if it's movies, TV, whatever, please talk about your Halloween. You know, how did your Halloween go? Was it fun? Where did, did you do anything? Not many people could. Uh, so, you know, if you didn't do anything, like what would, would you do at home? Like, things like that. Uh, I'm very interested. So I'm going to be on for a little while. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to kind of be sharing some news, you know, what's going on. Um, I'm going to stay away from some more of the hard stuff, but again, I'm willing to talk about whatever. So reach out again, comment. If you want to be on the show, send me a message. I'll send you a link and uh, we can get you on. Um, but other than that, yeah. So for me, Halloween was kind of a, it was a weird year. It was a weird one this year. This is my second year going on to the scene snobs. Um, and everything, all the shows have kind of taken over. Uh, so Halloween was sort of put on a, not in the back burner, you know, of course we celebrated, we got the costumes for the kids, you know, decorated, bar carved pumpkins, the whole nine. But it just, it did not feel the same. It did not feel the same as it always is. And, um, that was a little sad, honestly. I, you know, I was, I was hoping it wouldn't be like that, but it was. Um, I am very fortunate about, uh, you know, the kids. You know, they didn't really get to go trick or treating, but they they did go out to like safe houses we knew, friends, things like that. Um, you know, but that was really it. Like, uh, and they still were, you know, still keeping a safe distance and and, and such, but. You know, they did have a good time. They got some candy. They got to show off their costumes, I think, which is the most fun for, for most kids. Um, I handed out, well, I shouldn't even say I handed out candy. I didn't I didn't even do that. I think uh, one neighbor came by with her two kids, and I said, grab as many bags of candy as you would like, the socially distanced candy on the table that we have, um, and that'll be it. 
I did, however, enjoy, I, I partook in a uh, rather fun 24-hour marathon as a host. Um, it was called the Mutant Halloween. Uh, basically, how it goes is uh, there were 12 hosts. Um, you know, we were sponsored by the mutantfan.com. We all stepped in. We picked a movie about a month ago, uh, actually a little over a month ago now. Um, so we picked a movie that we wanted to show in the 24 hours. We each hosted one movie. My movie was Fright Night from 1985, one of my personal favorites. Um, and then there's just a collection of really fun, I don't want to say lesser known movies, but movies that you probably wouldn't see pop up in, in marathons everywhere. So it was very cool to see. I tried to keep it fun, you know, with uh, Fright Night. Uh, I was following Waxwork, which is an amazingly fun one. And uh, I just thought it would, it would be a fun doubleheader because it was at 8 p.m. for Waxwork. And then at 10 p.m., I came on with Fright Night. And it was all over Twitter. I did, of course, do my videos because that's what I'm known for. Um, you know, and I stuck with that. Man, I sucked through the whole thing. 2 p.m. starting on Saturday on 31st. And ended 1 p.m. because of daylight savings time uh, on Sunday. And I survived the whole thing. I don't know how. I'm getting too old to be staying up all night. for Staying up all night. Staying up for over 24 hours. Because you got to figure I was up doing the Halloween thing. Celebrating with the kids and stuff before 2 p.m. So I, I think I woke up at like 7 that morning. So that's 7 you know, and I didn't even, I didn't go to bed right after the marathon because then I got 1 p.m. I watch football with the kids, I do laundry, things like that. We kind of go through those motions. Yeah, I don't think I passed out until like 10.30 p.m. that night. So I don't know how I stayed up from 7 a.m. on Saturday until 10.30 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, but it was a pretty wild ride, and the marathon was a lot of fun. Um, the lineup was really cool. Lots of different things. Uh the first one was trick-or-treat at 2 p.m. So everything started at like 2, then, th then 4, then 6, and so on and so forth. So the first movie was uh, Trick-or-Treat from 1986. Uh, then we went to Vampire Circus, a Hammer film, Twins of Evil, another Hammer film, uh, Vampire Films. Um, then we went to uh, Waxwork, uh, which is always awesome. I love Waxwork. I think it's a great movie. Um then we went on to my movie, which I hosted, which was Fright Night from 85, as I said. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, we had Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, which I have not seen in years. And I would love to hear people's takes on this. Um, all right. So when it first came out, it was nothing like the first one, which I really liked. I liked the marketing for it. It, it just grabbed me, the whole thing. And I liked the style of shooting, the, you know, the found footage style of shooting they did. I thought it was new, it was fresh, something different. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie. So, and I still do. I'll watch it on occasion. Uh, it doesn't have the same effect, of course, but I do watch, I will watch it. Um, so when I saw the second one, I was like, this is vastly different. And I just, they're not doing anything fun with it. You know, you're, you're not really telling the tale of the witch, which is the most fun part, uh, all that stuff. So, but I will say, after re-watching it, um, it still isn't great, <laughs> but it isn't bad either. Uh, I rewatched it, and I was like, I can enjoy this. I've seen much worse in my life, um, but this was definitely an interesting one. Uh, and then after that, you know, with Daylight Saving Time kind of mix, getting in the mix and stuff, we watched Clown. Um, and that was... Uh, Clown is a dark movie. <laughs> it's a very dark movie, especially after you become a parent. You're kind of like, what is happening in this world? Um, but I will say uh, that I really did uh, enjoy it. It, um, it was a little dark for 1 a.m. after watching movies for <laughs> since 2 p.m. Um, it kind of took me out of the marathon vibe. But uh, I got jumped quickly back in because right after that, they showed Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which favorite. I love the Chiodo Brothers. Their designs are amazing. The movie is funny, but the movie is also spooky. Uh, they shot it very well. And I, I kind of push anybody to go back. Go back and watch that movie and just look at the framing and look at the art direction and shot and the shots and, and just kind of how they pulled everything together in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They could shoot a movie really well. 
uh, their designs are amazing. Uh, so they do, they did some really cool stuff in there. So, um, you know, that brought me kind of like right back in. That was the 3 a.m. movie. Uh, then the 5 a.m. movie was Lords of the Lords of Salem, um, which I don't dislike. Actually, out of all of the Rob Zombie films, I probably this is probably third on my list. I would say that I, uh, of the ones that I liked of his, uh, behind Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, um, it's got an interesting take on things, an interesting tale. Um, you know, I kind of dig it. It, but it is a slow movie. And at 5 a.m., when I'm at the crawl, it hurt, man. It really hurt to watch this movie. I'm just like, come on, something happened. Uh, I can't take this slow burn this early in the morning. Oh, and then it brought me right back with Dark Knight and Scarecrow right after that. Those, that 80s, like, bonkers movie. Um, you know, they try to do a slasher back in the early 80s, and uh, it didn't work. But it's also enjoyable for any 80s fan. Uh, so Dark Knight and Scarecrow did bring me back. Then they showed Squirm by Jeff Lieberman. Uh, great movie. Um, it's so That is a zany movie as well. The last three were really zany. And I think to keep your attention, uh, just things happening, things like that. Like, you know, um, Dark Knight and Scarecrow was just... You know, it's, it's a slasher film you can kind of visit. It's kind of like a hack-o'-lantern or other stuff like that. Like, it's not great, but you can enjoy it. Or like the burning, you know, it's like a rip-off of what's good, but you can still enjoy it. Um, and then you have movies like, um, uh, what was it? Uh, then the next one, Squirm, which is has some really cool effects, practical effects in that. Uh, I definitely, if you have not checked it out, check it out. And then we finished off. We finished off the marathon with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, my favorite in the franchise. I love it. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, I was very excited to watch it. That movie is right out of the gate just fun. Um, I So a lot of people hate me when I say this, but I'm not a huge fan of the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <clears throat> um, it's good. I, I, I get why people really adore this movie and love it. And what it did for the time and what the meaning was. Um, but I don't love it. I just, I'm not a huge, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it. The second one I'm in, I love the camp. I love Dennis Hopper as lefty and right. As, you know, you gave me like a very cool, uh, fun hero in a sense. Well, he is the hero, but you know, he's like, a, he's a flawed hero at the same time. But, uh, Dennis Hopper just plays it so well. The whole, my favorite, not my favorite, but one of my favorite scenes is like when he goes into the chainsaw, this broken down, dilapidated chainsaw, purely just a chainsaw mark, um, walks in, drops like a grand on the table in hundreds, um, and just picks out three, um, <laughs> three chainsaws and just whipping them around like he's going to get into a fight. And then uh, he just, yeah, from there it was like amazing. Uh, so and then it just it gets better and better. Ah, we have somebody on with us. What is going on, Matthew Amos from uh, Howdy from Amos F SFX? Uh, just tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, uh, Matthew is a friend of mine on Facebook. I one thing I want to talk about, and uh, it's going to be kind of I did do a written review. So if you go on to um, onto thescenesnobs.com, go down to the articles and reviews. You will see my review of a new movie that just came out and it just premiered uh, on YouTube for free. Everybody to watch it. Go check it out. Voorhees. It's a uh, Friday the 13th fan film. Uh, and uh, Matthew did the special effects on it. Um, and I got to tell you, it's pretty awesome. Uh, pretty damn awesome. It was a lot of fun. A lot of practical stuff. Uh, very cool. Uh, I don't want to give away too much of the review on the show here because I would like you to go read my stuff. Um, there's links on the, on the social media and you, of course, like I said, go to the scenesnops.com and read it there. Um, but definitely go check it out. Go check out the movie. It is a fun Friday the 13th film. And I'm going to call it that. I'm not going to call it a Friday the 13th fan film, even though it is, it is. And it has to wear that moniker because unfortunately we can't just all throw 
our vision of things into the franchise, even though it'd be a lot cooler if we could. Um, but, uh, but it is fun and it fits in well. And the director, Cody Falk, who I've, I've come to talk to over the past couple of months with it, uh, did such an, a fantastic job. All the cast, all of the crew, everybody had, you could tell everybody had a great time doing this. And I'm from Jersey, so Jason's always got a special place in my heart. I've been to Blairstown. I've been to those cabins. I've been to the, that lake. Um, you know, Camp Nobiasco, uh, I think it is. Um, man, it's been so long. I don't even think I don't even know if it was that when I went. Um, we we used to camp on the other side. I used to be um, what was called the Squires because I grew up Irish Catholic in Jersey. Um, and they, they didn't have Boy Scouts, they had the Squires, and I was one. And then when I turned 18 and became a knight, I became a counselor for the Squires. So, like, we would do camping trips and stuff because it was basically Boy Scouts, except as far as I knew, we didn't do any of the crazy BS that Boy Scouts did. Um, so we would go, and the camp was on the other side where the lake was, and our camp was on the other side of the road where it was just woods. Um, so we were there and we can go visit. So it was always a lot of fun. And that was out in, uh, upper, uh, West, Northwest New Jersey. Great place to go camp, beautiful mountains to hike, everything else. I know a lot of people give a, um, it, it was, uh, it's an honor. It, 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 oh, it's an honor. I was reading uh, comments. I'm sorry, Matt. I am going to get to your comments. I'm very interested in seeing it. Um, and I appreciate you watching, but just tell my quick story as I go. Um, a lot of people think that Jersey is just, you know, one thing and they really need to get out to the Northwest, the West, even the South, the Pine Barrens area and just see how beautiful it is. Cause it is gorgeous. So I will say that uh, it is very cool to see. And Jason always has a special place in my heart from being filmed in New Jersey um, and taking place in New Jersey. He's a Jersey villain. My, biggest thing that I really found that I cared about deeply is there, there were no other, to my recollection, there were no other movies that filmed in, uh, up in Blairstown, uh, only the first one. And that always bummed me out because I was like, they, Blairstown had a certain look to it. Uh, I'm not saying they had to shoot every movie there because there were some cool locations. The part two was shot in Connecticut. And that, that was some really cool locations out there. Um, so I don't mind that, but I always thought taking Blairstown out of it um, just kind of hurt it a little bit, uh, especially like when you get to the eighth one and they're going to Manhattan from Crystal Lake and it's clearly Vancouver uh, or Toronto, wherever they shot. But my biggest thing was um, for Voorhees that Cody took the time out. Uh, he is an indie filmmaker on a limited budget doing this movie. He's here from Virginia, um, but he still took the time out to go and shoot in Blairstown the first five minutes of the film, and it helped immensely. It was a beautiful thing that he did that's near and dear to my heart as a uh, Friday the 13th fan, uh, and I really love that he did that. Um, and that's why I think this sticks. This It works well in the fold of Friday the 13th movies, and uh, go check it out. So I think I, I just did a very long-winded review <laughs> to tell you to go check it out. But Matthew says, thank you very much for the shout-out. Uh, you are too kind. Hey, you guys made a great movie, of course. Um, by the fans, for the fans, absolutely. And you can tell they were fans making this movie. Like I said, Cody even going out to Blairstown shows. I mean, from Jersey to Blairstown, it's got to be a good five-hour trip. And he did it. And, you know, I, I, I love it was an honor killing for the big guy. I, it's got to be. It's got to be. You killed Jason Voorhees. He's iconic. Uh, he's probably the most iconic slasher of all time. Um, I would, and I, I, I think I said this in my review, you know, Freddie had the publicity, but Jason had the longevity. Um, and I, I think when you go and you look on, and yeah, Michael's there, but Michael's... Michael's a, a one-hit wonder over the over the course of a year. It's Halloween and bust. Uh, it isn't always Friday the 13th when it comes to uh, Jason Voorhees. 
Um, so I, I just I think that it's it it does have to be. it has to be. I mean, you you killed for for Jason Voorhees. That's amazing. Um, who we got here? Uh, hello from Key Thirteen Film Partners. Rewinds. Hello from Key Thirteen Film Partners. Ah, uh, our buddies over at Key Thirteen. It just says Facebook user, so I don't know who it is. Could be Craig, could be Matt, it could be anybody at this point. Um, it could even not be Key Thirteen. They could be tricking me right now. You know, these hackers are getting into our business here. Um, but uh, I say hi to you guys at Key Thirteen. I love you guys. You know that. Um, some of my favorite people. Um, Amos SFX. Rock the SFX. Yes, those special effects were really cool. You guys did a really fun job. Oh, it's Matt. <laughs> hey, Matt. <laughs> I saw another Matthew. Not just like I registered it as Matt Amos. They, they did kill it. Uh, you guys know what you're doing. Um, I love that. Um, I love pretty much everything, especially that first kill. It was so gory, but it was awesome. The only thing I, I really wanted, I thought would have been cool, uh, and again, I'm not taking anything away from it, so please don't think that I'm taking anything away from this. Um, when he's hacking down on her, I thought it just would have been cool to have like at least like one squirt of like a squirt bottle of blood. Not hit Jason, of course, but like kind of like go past. I don't know. I I was like, oh, that would have been awesome. Um, I, I, I've always loved that effect. So like it's not a gripe. It's not that anything was bad about it. It was awesome. It was gory and it looked cool. But uh, I just I don't know why there was a really cool shot of Jason hacking down. And I just really wanted to see like a squirt of blood come up. I, I don't know. That's just me, though. Ah, so I'm guessing if Matt's here and Facebook user must be Craig. And Craig, how are you today, sir? Um, Craig is awesome. And Matt is awesome. Key 13 is awesome. They've been on the show plenty of times. Uh, good evening, sir. Hope all is well. Uh, I got a little bit of a bum knee, but that's because I'm overweight. And, uh, you know, my knee can't take it. No, um, I got the brace on. It's all good. So wait, is it Matt two times? So confused by this, but Matt is Matt is with me. Matt Amos is with me. What's up, Matt or Craig? Both good friends of mine. They are great people. We are Matt. <laughs> we are Matt. I'm very scared now. Who has been assimilated? Um, Matt has been assimilated. But anyway, whoever's here, whoever's here, whoever's here, I'm all for it. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in again. It's the election night special. I'm going over fun stuff. Uh, I am leaving the discussion open. If there are topics you guys want to talk about, um, please feel free to throw them my way. You're always welcome on the show, as you know that. Um, just let me know. But I I want to do something fun. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of feelings of impending doom coming up tomorrow. Um, you know, and there's a lot of people who are stressed, they're tense, everything going on. Uh, COVID is not helping. And I wanted to come on here and just kind of have fun and, you know, but we can even talk about things with the election. Like, I, I want to keep everything civil, of course, and respectful, but anything's game. It's an open discussion. Just throw it my way and we will go there. Oh, Matt Burns. What's Matt, Matt, Matt Burns. I love it. These are three great mats right there. I have a lot of mats watching the show. <laughs> I don't know why I really enjoy this. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, Left my left my ass off Devil's Den. Um, Devil's Den is that a place we can all go to? Have a séance? Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be crazy? We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we're just going to have fun. So we have Matt Matthew Matt Burns, all amazing people. Um, man, Matt Burns is also a great filmmaker. He's producing a lot. There's some great stuff coming out. So. I love when filmmakers come on the show. I love talking about movies, of course, TV, everything else. Um, we've gotten some exclusives on the show from the Key 13 film guys, from Matt Burns before. Um, Matthew Amos, please let me know if you have anything uh, you want to promote, and I will happily promote it on the show. Matt has a couple of movies. Come, uh, Matt Burns, i should, I got to start differentiating. Um, but Matt Burns has some movies coming out. He, uh, Mark Byrne, who... Are, <laughs> Mark Byrne, <laughs> we got so many things going on, um, who's been on the show before, too. Go check out his movie, Remnants. 
there's a lot of fun stuff going on. <laughs> so I'm just going to make sure you guys go and check out all my old uh, episodes with them um, because they're always fun. But go check out Remnants. Go check out Bigfoot. There's a lot of fun stuff out. Uh, those are their movies. It's great stuff. Oh, no, Matt Burns isn't here, but it, he is Matt as well. All right. I'm so confused by everything. It's like doctor, doctor, doctor. What's up, Burns? Amos Amo SFX would not exist without that guy. Burns is the man. Um, and keep at it, man. You're doing good work. You really are. And I uh, I really appreciated what you did in Voorhees. I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Um, but all right. So if anybody has any topics, please feel free to throw them out. Let's talk about them. Anything's game. It's open discussion. Just kind of keeping this light tonight. Tomorrow we will be back. I will have some guests on the show, uh, fellow podcasters. Um, we're going to be talking about things. Might get a little heavy, might not. I don't know. We're going to see. But I wanted to come on again tonight, and I just want to talk about things. Um, so for me, that's how I spent my weekend. Uh, got to. Oh, I also watched Mandy last night, too, which is my favorite film of 2018. I love that movie. It is amazing, stylistic, beautiful. I love the story as heartbreaking in it as it is. Uh, I love the theme behind it. Um, so I suggest anybody check it out. And I think I was inspired by the fact that I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with that epic uh, chainsaw fight scene. And when you see an epic chainsaw fight scene, you want more. Now, there's two ways you can go with that. You can either go to another epic chainsaw fight scene of Phantasm 2. Or you can go with Mandy. I went with Mandy, which is one of my favorites. And I also love, uh, what do you call it? Um, I, maybe I just love chainsaw fight scenes. You know? Yeah, I think, I think that's awesome. Just chainsaw fight scenes. That's what I love. Um, so anyway, I, you know, I'm sad to see Halloween go. But I'm getting excited. I want. I know Christmas is going to be very different this year. I know the holidays can be very different this year. How are you guys spending the holidays this year? Um, I would love to hear ideas of what's going on and things like that. Don't mind the studio behind me. I was taking down the Halloween decorations earlier, so it's a little wider. But, uh, yeah, I would love to know what you guys think. Um, what's going on for Thanksgiving? I think we're just going to have a nice Thanksgiving that's kind of low-key uh, here. Um how are you guys preparing for it? Are you guys up for it? I know, again, I know a lot is going on. And tomorrow has got a lot of people's minds preoccupied and, you know, can't really change that. But how are you guys doing? What are you guys going to do for the holidays? Are you guys ready? Um, where do we go from here? I am looking forward to some movies coming out. Uh, one of them being a new horror comedy with uh, Vince Vaughn that looks weird. But looks cool too. Um, it's <laughs> what was that movie that Rob Schneider where he switched bodies with the high school girl? Uh, I think it was The Animal. No, it wasn't The Animal. That was the one where he turned into an animal. The Hot Chick. The Hot Chick was the, the movie. So he switched his bodies. Uh, you know, that was one where Rob Schneider switched bodies with uh, Rachel McAdams. But it looks like they're redoing that with a siller, serial killer twist. And Freaky is coming out on November 13th. Two big things on November 13th. And I will get to the next one in just a second. But Freaky is going to be a new movie that comes out. Um, I suggest, and I would love to see it. I know a lot of people from this area uh, go to the Alamo Draft House in Winchester. Uh, I do as well. Um, I would suggest going out to theaters to see it. I know things are kind of getting a little crazy. If you feel that you can be safe and you feel that they're doing it safely at the theater, and use your own judgment, you know, absolutely. But if you can, maybe go out and support. Or how about this? And you can do this with all of your theaters all over the country, however you're doing it. Or do this. They don't make any money on the tickets, but you should still buy a ticket uh, if you can, because they're not that expensive. Um... And if you decide that you want to watch it at home, that's great. So if you don't want to buy a ticket, I get that. But why don't you go in and buy a whole mess of food and bring it home? You know, you're going to do that if you're at the theater anyway. Uh, you're going to be home watching a movie. So go right up to concession and say, hey, listen, I want to buy a large popcorn. I want to buy a couple of drinks, whatever you would normally get, and bring it home with you. 
I don't eat and watch it there. You know, however you want to do it. Um, I just, I feel like we, we got to help theaters. Um, so if you are, happen to be staying home, you're not feeling safe about it. I know like with Alamo Draft House, they're doing a to-go menu. You can go up there, order. They'll have it boxed up and ready for you to go. I know they're preparing everything safely. I just, it's sad. I'm hearing a lot of rumors about theaters closing. And, and seeing a lot of news online and it's just it's it's sad to see I don't want to I don't want that to happen I don't want I don't want people to fall or um, you know and I also want to support small business I even put on here there's anybody with a small business that wants to come on here during night one during night two let me know I will send you the link you can come on tell us about your business promote the hell out of it um, you know people will be listening to this people will be watching this later if they're not watching it now. And uh, get your name out there. If you got a website that you're kind of running off of right now, put the website up. I'm more than happy to put it in the uh, description. I want to help small businesses as they go. But we got to help theaters too. Theaters is a, an event that when things, whether they get back to normal or there's something, a new way of living, theaters will, we will need entertainment. We will need escape. And theaters provide that. And uh, so I have to say we support them now. Uh, if they are open, especially. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's some ways to do it. go buy gift certificates or gift cards or whatever, uh, or buy food, like I said, or do both and then come home and watch the movie. Um, I think that's a fun thing for people to do. So that's my rant on that. Um, with that being said, the, another thing I did tell you that there would be another thing that's going on on, uh, on, um, uh, November 13th, Friday 13th, and that is Mutant Palooza. Now, mutantfan.com is, uh, is a, of course, a website that I, I tout a lot, and I'm a part of, and I love being a part of it, and I am hopefully going to be working on a show soon uh, with the guys from mutantfan.com. Uh, Frank and I have been trying to get back and forth, but it's been a crazy weekend. So, uh, you know, we'll leave that to later, but mutantfan.com is awesome. It was birthed from Last Drive-In and Joe Bob Briggs, um, just being fans. Mutant is, of course, what he calls his fans. Uh, so, and the Mutant Fam is like our collective. Um, now, they are, they want to support indie filmmakers, and they are doing that. So, Mutant Palooza is a 12-hour marathon on November 13th of... Feature films, short films from indie horror filmmakers. It's fantastic what they're doing. It's amazing. I'm so proud. I'm not a part of it, but, you know, it is the fam, and I am so proud to talk about it. I love the fact that they're helping um, indie filmmakers. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. Um, you know, I, and I, 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 I want that. I want all types of indie filmmakers because they're the ones making the content right now. They're the ones entertaining the masses. I can't tell you how many indie films I've watched recently that were new and were keeping me engaged and, and letting me have an escape. And I, I thank indie filmmakers for that. And I will always support them in any way that I can. Speaking of which, Matt Anderson lets us know that also on November 13th, some indie filmmakers I know Key 13 Film Partners anniversary. I did not know that. Now I do. Happy anniversary, guys. I will make sure to throw out a happy anniversary on Scene Snobs for you. Um, I love it. More indie filmmakers that I want to see make it. I want to see do it. They're putting out um, original content that we need right now. Desperately. The studios are hiding their stuff. And indie filmmakers are out here saying, nope, we got you. So we should support them as best as we can. If you're struggling financially, it's completely understandable. Everybody's got like social media or something. Just pop it on there. Just like, go check this out. So happy anniversary to you guys. I'll make sure on the day we do it too. Um, I also want to say that our good friends at Skyline Indie Film Fest, uh, who we were sponsors of this year, and they're doing big stuff, and we're always happy to work with them. Uh, Brian, who runs it, is my partner, of course, on Point Focus Podcast. Great guy. Um, Skyline Indie Film Fest is just amazing. Uh, they've opened up submissions as of November 1st. So if you have projects, submit them. Go out there, whether it's a feature, whether it's a, a short, whatever. 
whether it's a script, things like that, like you can go and you could submit them. Um, so you uh, so you go to skylandindiefilmfest.org. They have a submit button. You go right in there and you get set for it. I know they're also offering discounts at the moment. So it's very it's incredibly important. And I want to see, again, another thing with indie filmmakers and indie film fests and things like that. So much has been canceled this past year. And so many big festivals are canceling for next year, too. I want to see them succeed. Um, I really enjoyed myself with Skyline this year. And I would love for it to be in person because it's right here in beautiful Winchester. And I'd love to see filmmakers out here in beautiful Winchester promoting your movies, networking, the whole nine yards. Uh, let's see. Matt says, except for the film you watched on Terribly Always. <laughs> I don't know how indie that was, but... Um, Listen, I always said that I will not say that there's a bad film. Um, you guys really test. I'm not going to say what the movie was because I want. I, I, so, all right. So let me go back and start from the beginning. Terribly awful. If you're not watching Terribly Awful, uh, you are doing yourself a disservice. It's a great show that the Key 13 Film, got, film Partners um, put out. Man, they watched some terrible movies, but it's... It's in the vein of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, which I always love that. I love the mocking and the wit and everything that goes with it. Uh, I suggest go checking them out there in season three right now. And I, I was very fortunate enough to be a part of season three. I had so much fun with it. They re I said on my show one time, and Matt challenged that big time. Everybody challenged it. I said, you know, I, I don't think there's any really bad films. And they challenged me with the film that they showed me. And it was a trip. Um, but I will say this. The costuming was amazing. So there are some things that are very memorable about this movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I know, Facebook, that pulled your page. But it is up on YouTube, so make sure you guys go check it out there. Terribly awful. Um, I will put it in the description. So... It's just so much fun. <laughs> it really is. Um, so we are, you know, we're having a good time with it. Uh, it was, it was a really fun time. I hope I, I hope I did the show justice in being funny, um, on terribly awful. Uh, but it was a movie where, even though I can find good things to say about it, it was a movie. I just, I was so infuriated that it wouldn't end. Uh, <laughs> so it was pretty rough. Exactly. That I didn't want to go straight there, Matt. What costume? Yeah, there was real no costumes in it. Um, <laughs> There's no, but it was Julie Strain and and many others. So it was interesting. Um, it was 13 year old Mick Manhattan's, um, you know, dream, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, but I am on the show, and I, I hope I did it justice by being funny. Uh, but go check them out because it's gonna—it's such a great show, man. I, you know, I have fun talking. I, I do like it better when people are here. I know tomorrow night people are going to be here. I do appreciate uh, everybody who's been watching. Oh, here we go. Facebook.com. TA Movie Reviews is our new page. Go check them out. TA Movie Reviews. I'll go check you out afterwards, and I'll like you guys. Uh, I'm going to leave that up for now, so that way you guys see what it is. Anybody who jumps in and starts watching, go check them out. Like the page. Also, go to the Scene Snobs, like the page there, please, uh, if you're not watching this on Facebook. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to hit subscribe. Would love it. Oh, man, you said I'm hilarious, so now I have to take you off, take it off of the uh, <laughs> the link. I'll go right back, buddy. Um, I didn't want to get into anything crazy tonight, um, unless somebody wanted to talk about it and have a conversation. Things do feel stressed. Uh, I, I see a lot of friends kind of suffering right now um, with everything. And it's, it's, it's sad to watch, sad to feel. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I, it's so crazy how the world is kind of playing out at the moment. Oh, one of my best friends in the world right there. Mr. Connor Smith, what's up, Kimball? What's going on, buddy? Let's make Manhattan on the show. All right, uh, but that's basically how that goes. Um, <laughs> Connor is a great guy. We went to college together um, and still remain friends. Those are cherished friendships. So 
as far as, uh, you know, like kind of how the world is going, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I can't even imagine um, where the world is, what the world is feeling like. You hear so much. I just hope that anybody watching on any side of the line, just please be respectful. Voting is so important. And I don't want to go off on, uh, no, you're fine, Connor. I love you, buddy. Um, the big thing is that people go vote today and tomorrow. Yes, Matt, I'm going to, that's a great sentiment. I'm going to leave that up. That's kind of where I'm getting to. Voting is very important. I know it's a scary time. I know waiting in lines and everything with this pandemic. So many people have died. So many people have died. And it's been horribly mismanaged. Um, and I'm not, listen, here's the thing. Uh, I can sit here and I can trash Trump or whatever else. It ain't all on him. It's There's many, many people this is on. Um, and, you know, because one person can talk and talk and talk, but you should be wearing your masks. You should be out there social distancing. You should, you know, I know it's fun. I know giving up a year of your life of the, of the social, um, of socially connecting has been grueling. Uh, this summer has been this summer, the spring, this fall, everything. And just the more that comes on, like, and, and, you know, the things I see with my kids with virtual learning and, you know, the fact that my four-year-old has no friends, he has not been in school and it's all he talked about, all he talked about for a year. I'm going to school. Uh, We got him into a good school. Um, we were working hard to get him there. And he, we had to tell him they're not doing a three-year-old, you know, at the time, the three, four-year-old um, uh, classes because of COVID. And he doesn't understand that, but there's so many people suffering right now, so many things going on. It's sad. It's very sad. And I know a lot of people feel it. And I, I am in a good position in a lot of ways, some not, some yes. Um, I know there's a lot where a lot of people are worse off than me, and I feel horrible for them and i realize that businesses need to open they need to do this they need to do that uh, i am not going to argue i am um i understand businesses are suffering things like that i'm not saying i'm not saying that i have the answers and that everything should just be closed and you should sit at home and you deserve relief you deserve help you deserve whatever you can get we should be doing that it's not socialism it's, it's not a handout. It's just help. And I think that's what people need to learn. It's not when somebody's down, you put your hand out to help them back up. You don't keep hitting them with your fist. It's not how you do things. It's not, you know, even if it is their faults that they're down, it doesn't matter. You help somebody up when they're down. Um, and tomorrow is such an important day. It is an important day, and I don't know who you're going to go out and vote for. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who to go out and vote for. Uh, If you vote for Trump tomorrow, I don't hate you. You're not my enemy. You have your reasons. You know, I'm on, my enemy is hate. My enemy is racism. My enemy is sexism. My enemy is so many things that are hurting so many people. Um... That's my enemy. You're not my enemy because you vote for somebody. But it is important to vote. This what this country is. Breaking it down to the very, breaking down this country to its very core is the fact that we should all have a right to exercise our vote. And nobody should scare you away from that vote. Nobody should hold you back from that vote. Now, we should, again, we should be opening up more polling places. We should be doing more things. We should be helping in more ways. Um, we should be accepting the mail-in ballots. We should be doing all of this stuff. That's what this is. It is very important to go and vote. Get out there and do it. Again, I don't care who you're voting for. Just go out there as an American and vote. Don't let anybody scare you away from doing it. 
I truly hope there's no rioting. I truly hope there's no, on any side, I truly hope there's no hate. I truly hope there's no violence. I don't know what will come. What I do know is if we lose or give up that right, we have to decide how this country is run. We've lost everything at that point and we need to fight to get it back. Um, I, tomorrow is a crazy day. I'm just a guy who runs a podcast. There's millions of us. There truly are just millions of us out there. I don't know what I'm right about. I don't know. I don't know what the best choice is. I know I'm on the side of everybody just being taken care of and happy. And, you know, if my taxes can go to help somebody who needs the help, I'm okay with that. If I make a little bit more and it can go to people who aren't making enough, I'm just sad that there are people who aren't making enough. And that if I can help in some way, I hope it does. There's lots of things. Um, I just, I, I came on here. I just don't want to spread hate. I don't want anybody out there, you know, even on the other side, even if you're on the Democratic side, I don't want you going out there and screaming at people who are wearing Trump hats. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because you don't know. It's not going to be racism that they're wearing a Trump hat every time. You know, the dirty racists, yes. The dirty white supremacists, yes. Um, but there are people out there who have a different perspective. And I am not equipped enough to tell them they're wrong because I don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And that's just like they can't tell me I'm wrong. But I'm also not going to hate them. You know, I, I, tr I travel around. I go to doctor's appointments. I do this, do that. Um, and I see many people wearing a Trump hat, uh, and I don't, you know, I get mad at first. I see it and it's like a bull in the China shop who sees red, just want to tear him up. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you? And then I have to pull myself back and say, this person is a person and is a person, a human being is an American, um, whether older, younger, whatever. And I don't want to hate them. I don't want to be angry. You know, too many bad decisions have been made, especially this year alone, uh, based on anger and fear. Uh, so I try to understand. I try to, you know, I can't reach out for a handshake, but I can definitely give a wave and a friendly smile. Uh, I can say, hello, how are you? I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to agree with what you're wearing or what you're doing or how you're doing it, but I don't have to hate you either. And I just, I'm holding on to hope. I'm holding on to hope that we have, that we want to fight for a better tomorrow. Now, I'm not saying that there's one side is the better tomorrow and one side isn't. It all looks very similar to me. And there's a lot of changes that need to be made to the system. But we need to make changes that won't, that happen now. And that's my stance on it. There's changes that need to be made now so that so many different people of so many different walks of life have more rights, have more, have their rights protected. Uh, so, and it all starts with voting. Go vote. Please go and vote. Uh, if you can do it safely and you know people who can't readily get out to vote because maybe they don't have transportation or something, and you can provide that, please do it. Do what you can. I think it's so important to get out there and get out there to vote and to try and stop many things that are going wrong. So I don't want to pontificate on this anymore. There's a few comments. I definitely want to hear whatever the people have to say. That's just how I feel. If you don't want to hear anything else that I say on my views, please just hear this. Go vote tomorrow. And we have from Connor, from a guy who's been going through the shit, I'm sorry, man. I really am. I hate to hear that because you're such a good dude. Uh, a very genuinely good person. I spent some time reflecting on things. We as humans try to find uh, reasons for our problems when most reasons can be found with a hard look into oneself. I agree with that. 
realize that everyone is hurting and you're right. Uh, we need to help each other. I just extend a hand and help. Somebody's down, help them back up. Their pain, what you're suffering should not reflect, their pain should not reflect in any way. Like if I'm not, if I'm saying this correctly or not, like whoever's down, just because you're suffering, you shouldn't point the finger and say, yeah, me too. Or aha, or this, that, that. you should be saying, let me help this person up. Good, bad, or whatever. Um, you want a drink? I'm buying. Let's go to the back patio, my friend. The back porch for sure. Um, sit on the couch and have a beer. So, and Matt says, I agree with your sentiment. Vote for the person you feel best represents your views. Yes. At best, just go vote. That is where I'm at. That's where I'm going to leave this at. I appreciate everybody for joining in tonight. Uh, this has been night one of the election night. Uh, I'm going to have a few guests on tomorrow. Again, we're going to try and make it fun. But, um, you know, we may get heavy, we may not. If you have a small business and you would like to promote, please come on the show tomorrow. Message me at the Scene Snobs uh, Facebook page or message me at my Mick Manhattan uh, profile. And I will make sure you get a link and you can come on the show and you can happily promote your business. Um, I, I definitely want to help in any way that I can. Remember, everybody, go vote tomorrow. It is uh, up to us uh, all. And let love reign. Do not uh, lead with heart. Lead with hate in your heart. Uh, that's just the message that I want to go with here. So until next time, this has been the Scene Snobs Podcast Live. I'm your host, Mick Manhattan, the Scene Snob. Go check out thescenesnobs.com for any one of our shows. Um, we have tons of them out there, and we have more getting ready to join, and we are so excited for that. Uh, I thank you all for watching. I thank you all for listening. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, uh, which will be up later tonight. Uh, but until then, I am, I love you all, uh, whether you're watching or not, listening or not. You're all people, and I think that's what's important. And that you know, you know, that's not what's important, but that's what's important to me. That you all know that uh, I love you guys, and you guys are fantastic. So until next time, uh, follow me at the Scene Snob. Subscribe to the channel, um, rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. That would be very much appreciated. And go check out thescenesnobs.com for all our written reviews and shows. And uh, just take care. Be kind to each other. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Take care. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.